you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I got a little hype speech from someone at the breakfast table. Let's show my cards. Got him, Kay, and I am. Here we are. Let's go. Week 10 kicking off with an AFC showdown tomorrow. It's Thursday Night Football with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens storming full force into primetime. The Dolphins looking to make a statement on their home turf. Ravens, Dolphins tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network Fox and streaming on Prime Video. Is Lamar Jackson the MVP in your eyes? That question will be answered momentarily right here on Good Morning Football presented by Old Trapper B. Jerky live in New York City. My name is Kay Adams, Peter Schrager, Kyle Brandt, and two-time Super Bowl champion, six-time Pro Bowl running back, LaShawn McCoy. Yeah! What's up, Shady? How you guys doing, man? Good, man. How you guys doing? Look good. My new team right here. Yeah! 11,000 some, how many yards? 11,000? To be honest, it's 15,000 on purpose. Mm-hmm. All together. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I should have said. Well, who's, ca- who's counting? Who's counting? I'm not counting. Who's counting? Hey, leave it all on the field. This is the last time you're on the show this week? This week? Yep. Let's go! We've got a big one. Got to finish strong now. Yes, we We're do. We're going to talk about the Avengers. Yeah. Brett Michaels oh joining our program, and at some point we'll talk football too. Let's do it right now with Ian Rappaport. Bring what's up, it in. Sheet? Yeah, the insider here, the E insider, as I like to call him. Ian, what's up? The league took some action against the Packers last night after they reviewed how they followed the Packers. I mean, COVID nineteen protocols. What are the details there? That's right, Kay. The NFL NFL's review is complete of the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers, and as it turned out, Alan Lazard regarding the NFL NFLPA COVID-19 protocols. And there were fines, significant fines, actually. And the Green Bay Packers obviously got the biggest $300,000 worth of fines for the organization itself. As for Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard, both of whom are unvaccinated, they got $14,650 each in fines. This is because of a team-sanctioned Halloween party. Uh, obviously, there were pictures on social media all over the place of Rodgers unmasked 
with teammates as an unvaccinated player. He's not allowed to go to a party of three or more people. The team also knew about this, according to uh, the NFL's finding, and essentially did not do anything, did not report it. The Packers and Aaron Rodgers could also face more severe violations, including potentially loss of draft pick if these uh, COVID-19 violations continue. There were a couple instances of Rodgers uh, not wearing a mask inside the facility, but it did sound, based on the findings, like mostly uh, he adhered to COVID-19 protocols. So this now uh, wraps up the Aaron Rodgers investigation uh, from the NFL, and now the only thing left is for Rodgers to be cleared on Saturday. All right, well, Ian, we got Packers versus Seahawks in the late window on Sunday. We'll see if Rodgers is out there. Meanwhile, Ian, we got big business here on NFL Network. Thursday night football is Ravens-Dolphins tomorrow night, and we're still not even sure who's going to be out there playing quarterback for Miami. What's going on with Tua? Tua Tagovailoa has a fracture on the middle finger of his throwing hand. It's a tiny fracture, but it does hinder the way he throws the football. We saw that last week when he was not the starter uh, because he just simply couldn't throw well enough with his fracture in his finger. It was not a pain tolerance issue. It was a functional issue. Thursday night game just four days after the Sunday game, so they're going to warm him up pregame. He has been feeling better. He has been throwing better, so at least there is a shot that Tua plays on, on Thursday. If not, it'll be Jacoby Brissett again, and then presumably Tua would be back the week after. But it sounds like it's going to be very, very close as to whether or not he plays a, a rare instance where a pregame workout is going to tell the story. Mm, that's why we have you, Ian, to keep us updated as we are about mm, less than 48 hours away from that action. I'm so bad at math, I can't even figure out what a day and a half looks like. Mm -hmm. Woo! Thanks so much, Ian. Talk to you in a bit. We'll get some more info from you. Don't go anywhere and don't go too far. So we don't really know what's going on with the Dolphins quarterback. Great update there from Ian Rappaport. Uh, but we do know who will be very much so under center for the Ravens. Yesterday, Brian Flores described what it's like trying to prepare for Lamar Jackson, who's nice in practice. Probably impossible is probably a better better term. Uh, look, this guy's he's one of the best players in the league, and he's gotten a lot better, I would say, over the uh, course of his career. And dynamic, explosive, a lot of lot of lot of uh, words like that you can use to describe Lamar. And well, let's keep those platitudes coming, shall we? Lamar Jackson's been balling out, ranking first in offensive yards and yards per carry. He's making a pretty convincing case for most valuable player, especially after a wonky week nine filled with some surprising upsets and a couple leading candidates <clears throat> not on the field like Tom Brady. We'll get to that right now. We are just past the halfway point mm -hmm. of the season. Peter, I ask you, is Lamar Jackson your MVP right now? Lamar Jackson is the MVP right now. You're going with Lamar? I'm going with Lamar mm -hmm. Jackson right now. I, I think what he's done this season has been an incredible testament to not only his football skills, but his leadership skills. They've been losing a lot of games, and they find a way to always roar back. They've trailed three different teams by double digits. The Chiefs, of course, in that uh -huh. dramatic win. The Colts in that wild one. And then the Vikings on Sunday, where they were down 14. 24 to 10, and Lamar's like, just follow me. I got you. Mm -hmm. I think that's the aspect. Look, we could talk about the yards and the stats, and that's that's great. We know where that's almost baked in. It's can he win from behind? That was the question always with Lamar, and he's uh -huh. not only silenced his doubters, he silenced them and then said, no, no, I'm the best at coming back uh -huh. this season from double-digit deficits. But that's the best player right now. Shady, you mentioned something 
earlier this week that really piqued my interest, that when you guys were on the bye last week in Tampa, oh, something clicked, <laughs> and Brady got going, mm -hmm. and it was like they needed the bye week. That's so it. if I'm doing week nine and week 10, Lamar, you're my guy, Woo! but do I have, Kay, an opportunity to leave it open and say, things can change? It's a smart man right here. Right now, yeah. I'm right now, Lamar. But the goat is 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 beefing up. Mm -hmm, I can see mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. and that's when I come in at, where I come in at because Tom Brady, like you said, after the bye, he's unbelievable. And I tell everybody all the time, playing with that dude right there, man, that's probably the closest thing that you're gonna get to on earth is Jesus walking around. Is that right? <laughs> I'm gonna say the truth. I like that quote. Put it out there on Twitter. This guy, Tom Brady, man, I've never seen a player so prepared. I never seen a better leader. He's the type of guy. He makes everybody feel more comfortable. Everybody feels more confident. He comes in the room and you can see it. So with Tom Brady off the bot and all his weapons, that's another thing people forget. He has so many weapons. You look, Leonard Fournette is playing lights out right now. You look at his wide receivers and Sonny Brown. You got Mike Evans and you got the angry Chris Godwin. Mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So put all that together with a great defense, Tom Brady. In December, November and December, that doesn't he hurt wins his, games. That doesn't hurt his MVP candidacy no, in your he's eyes. going to put numbers. I like got 2,600 yards, 25 touchdowns. Yeah. It can hurt your numbers, But he's right? got way more talent on both sides of the, of the ball than Lamar does. The MVP does not, they don't care about who's on your team. It's your MVP. It's the league's MVP. Okay. Mm -hmm. What are you doing best for the league? Who's the best player in the league right now? I think going forward, right now and going forward, is Tom Brady. But I do love Lamar Jackson. He's probably my favorite player to watch. He's special. Christ-like, like, experience. <laughs> Listen, the only, the closest thing. Okay. Or wow. if, you, if you want, it might do too crazy. How about Moses? Close, closely to Moses? If split the, the pewter seed. All right, here you go. Wow. And, and How am I supposed to go back to Lamar after the TV that? The TV12 method is on tablets. Oh, oh my goodness. Know. Stone tablets. Wow. Thou shalt not eat acidic foods. Right. All due respect, I'm going to go back to Lamar. I, I actually <laughs> I actually stink. So I think it's, you know what? I'm a big, um, if you took this guy off the team, yes. uh, a yeah. curator of value. So I'm, I'm to that point. I think if, if Tom Brady, poof, just disappears, I think that they are Blaine Gabberding their way to some wins. They have so many good players, especially on offense. If Lamar goes poof, yeah. the whole team goes kablooey. Kablooey. Now, we're having a lot of fun, and we're being very entertained this year. That It's really cool that Devontae Freeman is having a resurgence, and Le'Veon Bell is having a resurgence. I don't think it's a coincidence they're standing next to number eight. Do you remember Devontae Freeman on the Giants? Mm. Or the Bills? Mm. Or the Saints? I don't. Do you remember Le'Veon Bell on the Jets? He was on the Chiefs. Was. And it just was nothing. He shows up and all of a sudden he turns back to the clock. It's Lamar. And I have to, I'm going to go to a dangerous place right now. Lamar, Peter highlighted yesterday, at one point was 300-pound uh, fullbacking his way down the field. He is throwing to Patrick Ricard, who we love, but he ain't Gronk, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Chris right, Godwin, right. Leonard Fournette. Like, it is a total disparity in weapons. And I will say in terms of going forward, to finish your point, there's a lot of opportunities for Lamar to win or lose this. Right. Yep. He's still got Cleveland twice. He's still got Pittsburgh twice. He's got the Rams. He's got the Packers. Mm. He's big marquee games with which he will win or lose, possibly throwing to Pat Patrick Ricard from Maine. Right. That's my guy. Yeah, I mean, you, the, the Brady thing, and then Stafford, the same right. thing. Excellent year, but there's so much talent on both sides of the wow. ball that you're like, if you take Stafford out, we've seen they've been successful. Yeah. They made it to a Super Bowl without him. I'll say this. We're at a point, I mean, three of us are, I pick Lamar, too. The three of okay. us are picking Lamar. Great point, though. Great point. Yeah, okay. of course. Uh, and I would imagine part of it's largely because of what is going on elsewhere and how interesting this MVP race is. If you look at it, it's pretty fluid. Uh, Brady's last game, a loss to Trevor Simeon. Kyler lost a heartbreaker on national yeah, TV to a shorthanded Packers mm -hmm. team. Then saw a 
guaranteed this team win yeah. without him. Mm. Josh Allen mm -hmm. wasn't even the best Josh Allen on the field on Sunday. The Cowboys won with Cooper Rush and got stomped by the Broncos with Dak back under center. Everything going on with Aaron Rodgers hasn't helped him, I don't mm -hmm. think. Absolutely. I mean, he actually kind of showed his value with what Jordan Love looks like. Derek Carr lost to the Giants. Derek Henry's injured. Yeah. Stafford threw two embarrassing interceptions on national television. So some of these guys are going to bounce back. If Lamar slips uh, at this, this race is going to take a dramatic swing in one direction or the other. But I kind of just, it's an interesting race right now because Lamar won by not even doing anything mm -hmm. these past couple of weeks. Rogers joked about it yesterday, sarcastically on the McAfee show. He's like, I'm never going to win MVP now because the people who vote for it don't like my stances. <laughs> and they were kind of joking. I don't know if there's truth right. to that. The name that you did say that I think could catch fire and still win it is Kyler. Like, that was a very high-profile loss and a terrible interception, but it was still early. Kyler has the talent and the firepower and the record and the story it's, to still get this it's thing. It's funny, though. Colt McCoy and who you mentioned, yeah. Cooper Rush, they actually put a little something into it. It's like, well, wait a second now. Yeah, How valuable are they? Yeah. And it's kind of like, hmm, all right, well, maybe it's not the quarterback. Maybe it's the entire team and that they lifted and it's maybe the coach. And the same thing, because I think if you asked me in week seven, I would have said Derrick Henry. Mm -hmm. He's probably He's done for no, the remainder of the regular right. season, but... They've won every game since he's been gone, too. Mm -hmm. So, I, Are you suggesting Tannehill? Wait, wait, wait. No, I think that Lamar, without uh, Lamar, to your point, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure if they're winning without Lamar. Mm -hmm. Who's your MVP right now? Let us know at GMFE. Three votes for Lamar, one for Tom Brady. Is it Josh Allen? Not can't be. Is it Kyler? Let us know what you think. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. We've got lots to get to. Brett Michaels on the show. Ian Rappaport rejoining us. I told you not to go too far to talk about Odell Beckham Jr. He was cleared uh, through waivers yesterday. Yesterday. Who is in the running to sign OBJ? How long is the line? How many suitors? And uh, how long do we have to wait? Well, potentially, potentially could get a decision from Odell Beckham Jr. today. And this is one thing that colleague Kim Jones tweeted last night is that Beckham essentially wanted to sleep on the decision. I know he's hearing from several teams and potentially we could get news today. Among the teams to consider, and I'm not saying that each of these teams has definitely made an offer, but among the teams to consider, one, the New Orleans Saints, who uh, did try to trade for Beckham right before the trade deadline, to my knowledge, the only team to do it. The Seattle Seahawks, another team that I know considered a little bit, according to Pete Carroll, claiming him did not do it. They would have some interest in Odell. The Green Bay Packers were looking to add uh, weapons, skill position weapons before the trade deadline. I know that's an interesting spot there, and general manager Aaron Rodgers would potentially be interested. Obviously, keep an eye on the Packers there. The Kansas City Chiefs have never shied away from a big-time skill weapon guy. They signed Josh Gordon. Quite, hasn't really worked out like they hoped. That would be another one to consider. And, of course, the Patriots are always interested in upgrading, and there's been a, let's say, long sort of a love affair a little bit between Bill Belichick and Odell Beckham from afar. Uh, that'd be an interesting spot as well. Interesting spot. A love <laughs> affair. I love it. At GMFE with your thoughts on this one. We, of course, have the Ravens and the Dolphins going at it on Thursday Night Football. We'll have you back in a bit. Thank you, Ian. Good Morning Football is presented by Old Trapper. What's your beef? Here we go. Um, big, big day for Odell Beckham. We're, we just saw the report. We don't know where he's going to go. I got a beef, though. So LeBron, last OBJ will show again why he's special. Why do you Free OBJ. LeBron, who I think is supposed to be a Cleveland fan, wants him gone. Free him. Then you got Justin Jefferson before the game, a uh, game that they lost, and uh, coming off a loss the week before, was out there saying, free Odell, LSU thing. All right, that's cool. That's your guy, free Odell. And then you just got, oh, these are fan tweets. Congratulations to all the hashtag free OBJ people. He's free now. Good job. Thumbs up. Sarcastic? I don't know. But then just another random tweet. Someone let Odell know he was on a contender. Interesting point from any other team. 
Uh, it was very exciting still, all these days and the talent and the fame, but enough with the free Odell. Free him from what? I understand it was clearly not the greatest fit with the Browns, but my God, we're talking about freeing him from a position in which he had a number one pick quarterback, the reigning coach of the year, a team that invests in its O-line, lets you play with your LSU BFF, has maybe the hungriest fan base in all the sports, is coming off a playoff season, pushing for another one, and paid you $31 million over the last two seasons. If that is some sort of prison from which he should be free, there's guys lining up to get in his cell once it is vacated. <laughs> that is that Martha Stewart prison. I, I've never heard of a prison like that. If we're freeing wide receivers, okay, but Odell, get in line. Free Allen Robinson, who goes back to college with wonky quarterback play and could not get a long-term deal despite being the Bears' best player. Free, uh, free DJ Moore. Seven quarterbacks in four years puts up 1,000-yard seasons. Eight quarterback is coming probably next week. Free Terry McLaurin. He's had seven quarterbacks, and he's in his third year. Third year. Like, free these guys. In Odell, we're talking about a guy who's definitely famous, probably good, maybe a smart addition, and who has already been freed once. So my question and my beef is, why is there so much emotion behind freeing him again? Especially when you look at this. This is pretty compelling. That's Baker Mayfield with, without. Every single win-loss, every single statistic, every single interception is way better without. So shouldn't there be a hashtag free Baker movement, if anything? I don't understand the free. So root for Odell. Beg for him on your team if you want. But spare me, or miss me, as it said now, on this idea that he was wasting away drinking toilet water in the gulag and needs to be rescued by SEAL Team 6. It all started, the free thing started 20 years ago with Winona. And it got really heavy because she was depressed and on sort of pills and she was shoplifting. There was the free Winona. Now we got to free Britney. Free Britney thing is still surging. If you want to do free Britney, I get it. There's some heavy stuff going on there. It's seemingly unresolved. A real thing, real issues, real free needed. I stand for that. But my God, the only thing Free Odell has in common with Free Britney is over-meddling of parents. That seems to be going on. So Odell's going to have a new team, maybe in 20 minutes, maybe tomorrow. And I, I'll be excited for it. And we'll get, let's go Odell. But the whole Free thing is very strange to me. And I have a beef with it. It's way too much. What do you guys think? I'll go first. <laughs> I, I think there's a, a difference in what's actually happening in front offices right now than what's happening on television and on message boards mm. and on fantasy football text chains. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a long line of teams that are banging down the door to give Odell Beckham a huge contract. If there was, they would have picked him up off waivers, but none of them wanted that contract. Mm -hmm. So now they can negotiate with him on their own terms, and we'll see what it is. But when I hear Green Bay, and, uh, you know, I, okay, so Odell was unhappy being the the number two in Cleveland. It's He's going to be more happy being the number two in Green Bay, and Devontae Adams gets 95% of the looks. Like, mm -hmm. I, so it's a very... Very interesting topic to free him from that. I, I mean, I don't know. It felt like it was an orchestrated marketing campaign that mm -hmm. I wasn't quite understanding. Maybe there's more to it than I don't have at my disposal. But to see all the Minnesota Vikings players before their biggest game of the season worried about Odell Beckham was shocking. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure where that comes from or it's just the ultimate respect they have for Odell Beckham. But to free him from what you're saying was not a terrible situation. Yeah. Coach of the year, number one overall quarterback, and a team that's probably headed to the playoffs. Yeah. It seemed like it was a decent deal for but Odell. But did, mm -hmm. did the campaign work? Did he want out? Of course. Did he orchestrate so, a bunch of stuff to get... And 
Odell hasn't really said anything. Mm -hmm. Odell's handled himself like I don't. I don't know what if he told his dad to do that. We don't know any of those. He's handled, and I haven't heard a, a soundbite go viral from him in a long time. So it appears to be, and we'll see where he ends up and what the deal looks like for the rest of the year. But we'll see if the campaign worked. Free Odell. Free Odell. I love yeah. it. Because, no, seriously, because like, okay. First of all, Kyle, he's a big Baker Mayfield fan, so I understand where you're coming from. But this guy, let's not forget who we're talking about, Odell Beckham. Imagine having Odell Beckham as your number two receiver. Sure. If you're Green Bay, you talked about being the number two, right, with Adams. That's mm -hmm. cool. Is but, it cool with but, him? But hold on. We have Aaron Rodgers, so he's going to distribute the, the ball to everybody. He can get him. The so ball. now, right, when they do that, that three trips and they got the one-on-one -on -one backside with, with Adams, that's cool. But on this side, you put Odell in the slot, what are you going to do? What are you going to do with mm -hmm. you got mm -hmm. A-Rod back there slinging it to um, Odell or Adams? Mm -hmm. that, that, that matchup is so crazy. So to have him, he, he didn't have a chance to really beat Odell, I think, um, and up in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. You run the ball so much. Mm -hmm. You protect the quarterback. You don't mm -hmm. throw it a lot. No, Odell needs about six or seven targets a game, which the Packers do. They will do that with Odell. And then you have Adams. He get his, his, his regular nine, right? Mm -hmm. And they can make it work. To defend the whole field with them two guys, mm -hmm. deadly. I think the context of football saying free him is a lot different from what you were saying. But I, th I think any, any coach would love to have him or that type of receiver on their team. Much more to come on Good Morning Football. Our next guest is cheering for Steelers this past Monday. Legendary rock star Brett Michaels joining the show after the break. Lots of fun here at the breakfast table to come. You could say it's going to be nothing but a good time. Mm. You go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish shop now at a store near you What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. All right, we've had a lot of guests on Good Morning Football. Have any of them ever helped you make out with your eighth grade girlfriend or boyfriend or both? Because I bet this guy has. That is what he is all about. He is a rock god for decades, and he is a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. The Steelers have not lost in weeks and weeks and weeks, and we cannot wait to get this guy in here. Ladies and gentlemen, so Good Morning Football, Brett Michaels. What's up, Brett? Yes. <laughs> Good morning, my friends. Good morning. And I just want to start by saying thank you for having me on. I'm a mega fan of the show, and this is awesome. We saw you, Brett, Monday Night Football. You joined yes. Vietnam veteran Steelers alum Rocky Blyer on the field in the pregame to honor active duty service members and veterans during the Steelers salute to service game against the Bears, which they won. You have a long history, Brett, of supporting veterans. What does it mean to you to be able to celebrate these men and women on such a big stage? First of all, thank you for saying that. I come from an entire family of veterans. Uh, my father's a vet, my cousin Bobby who was with me, uh, Vietnam vet, two Purple Hearts. And again, I say this just a big, huge, huge thank you uh, for all the freedoms that were afforded. And again, I say this for all the men and women and, and knowing this as part of the military family, the sacrifice that the families make along with the veterans, those that have served, those currently serving, it is, and, I, and again, I'm from Butler, Pennsylvania. So it was just such an honor. I, I don't know if you watched me with the terrible towel. I could not yeah. stop smiling. I was just, <laughs> I was throwing that thing down. And all of a sudden I looked over at Rocky and Rocky is one of those guys that has so much great energy. We were just having an incredible, incredible time. And it was great. They honored my dad that night and his VFW. It was just, it was incredibly awesome. It's so cool. And obviously it's Veterans Day this week and tomorrow and we're going to be celebrating in our way. We've got these salute the service pins. So it's so cool that you do the same. But let's get back to Monday night when the Steelers, you had that awesome moment for you, but then they eke out a win. And now five and three, mm. second in the AAC North, but red hot, one of the hottest teams in football. How do you see the Steelers moving forward as we now enter week 10 of the NFL season? I'm a believer. We're going to the playoffs in my heart, my soul, and my mind. Uh, and I believe in the Steelers no matter what. And you have to understand, I grew up, uh, I was born, uh, people say baptism by fire. Mine was baptism by black and gold or black and yellow. And I'm gonna tell you, I believe that we are going. I always feel it. And it's now when they get, they face adversity, right? It's about this unbroken fighting spirit and the skill is there. And I always say this, you have to have the skill. Um, you gotta have the thrills, that's part of the Steelers. Coming back from the spills, they always got to come back from getting hurt, knocked down, Boswell knows, right? But the most important thing for anybody, I think, as a mega fan of football, right, is that willpower, that will, that drive, that determination. And Mike and me share the same birthday, Mike Tomlin. I think we're going to bring it back and be in the playoffs. And I always got to believe we're going to the ball. Well, Brett, I know you're a believer. I know you're a super loyal Stillers fan. So... We got to talk Big Ben. Now, it's no secret. He's almost, he's pushing 40 years old. A lot of talk, a lot of questions. Does he still have that talent, that ability to, 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 to still lead his team to the Super Bowl? So I got to ask you, are you still in on Ben or you think it's time for a change? We got to know. I, I need to tell you this. I'm in on Ben. And let me say this. Uh, I've watched him take some serious hits. He is a warrior. 
Uh, I'm just going to say Ben's a warrior. He's a big guy. He gets out there. And I like, I'm going to tell you something. This is strange to say. It was one point in his career he said, I like going out there and getting hit. It fires me up. Man, when he gets hit, when he gets picked back up, he gets fired up. And he's a leader. He's a warrior. He's a winner. And he's done it before. They've come back from major adversity. So without a doubt, as a Steeler fan, I just have to. We love it. We know you're a Steeler fan. We love you, Brett. We love that you're on the show uh, and that you watch us. Thank you. Are part of our lives every morning. Yeah, we love having you. But I think some people might not know that you have a football resume. You're not just a bona fide rock star. You Let's played go. Okay. football yourself. Oh, no. Great doing it. I am a Mechanicsburg Wildcat. Now, I, I tried out. I wanted to be the, the quarterback. So that, that's that's where I got. I tried for number 12. I got 11. I faced my first adversity. Uh, and as I'm taking that picture, because in Mechanicsburg, you had to play both offense and defense. I ended up, I wanted to be the middle linebacker. I wanted to be either Jack Lambert or outside, maybe Jack Ham. But I ended up being defensive end. Okay, go with me. I was five then. I was 14 years old in that picture. Uh, the only thing that helped me as a defensive end was two things. I was fast. I wasn't huge. But the shoulder pads, the shoulder pads, I can't stop laughing with my buddies. The shoulder pads were wider than I am tall. And the only thing that helped me was anyone that hit him trying to get outside of me. They couldn't get around the shoulder pads, so it helped stop them. So you just put those pads on <laughs> with 10 feet wide. You become T.J. Watt, and no one can get on the perimeter of that team. It does no one's, really, no really one's really getting good. on the you perimeter, nobody, with those pads. <laughs> All right, so, Brett, we're having so much fun. We're talking about the tour. As the lead singer of Poison, Poison, by the way, who's about to embark on a worldwide stadium tour. Get your lighters ready. You guys continue to bring the good times, the party to rock music. And while we have you here... Rock music gives us some of the best band names. We're going to play a little game. It's called Rock or Roll, R-O-L-E. We're going to give you a name, Brett, and you'll have to tell us whether that is a rock band or an NFL nickname. Basically, a rock band or a role player. Are you ready? I'm right. I'm right. I'm fired up. Good. Let's do it. Is this a rock band or an NFL player, Mr. Mr., Rock or Roll? I'm definitely going to go with a combination of rock and pop. Incredible may not be the opposing defensive end, but good tunes. Broken Wings, right? Curie, those broken. Th- I, I was just going to say Broken Wings. There we go. It's kind of like the Steelers after the first few weeks. Yes, Broken Wings. You know? <laughs> exactly. Are you really going on tour with Motley Crue and Def Leppard this summer? Yeah. Is that really happening? Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Joan Jett, who's a ma- all these bands are friends. Okay. It's incredible. And then Poison, all of it is a, all of us have a slightly unique, different style and just going to bring them up for real, a mega party. And I, I meant what I said sincerely, that I'm having you all come out and join me on the stage for nothing but a good time. We'll pick, you know, we can pick the East Coast. I will bring you out. Those They will go insane. It will be, they know I'm a football fanatic. They know I love the show. They'll, they'll go crazy. I cannot wait. How can we resist? I mean, we will be there. We will be there. <laughs> Will Selva would be playing yeah. some sort of instrument. Um, all right, back to the game. The Cardiac Kids, was that a rock band or is that a role, R-O-L-E? Let me give you two answers to this. First of all, when you say that, I'm definitely going football on this. That's a role. So uh, I, I can tell you as one of my opposing teams and most of my good friends uh, living in Cleveland, right? I just want to say I'm going to go the Browns on this, but I want to add to that. If you're also a Steeler fan, and I'm talking through thick or thin, especially the other night, I'm out there in the field doing the towel, going crazy. I'm like, please, please don't let them lose this game. We were kicking butt, and all of a sudden it came down to the very last minute. You talk about cardio. 
right there. But I'm going to go Cleveland Browns uh, officially. Yes. My right. man. 1980, Brian Sipe. My close? Am I hitting it? Yeah. Yeah, you got it. I got All a right. good one for you. You ready? Yeah. I'm ready. Ironhead, is he rock or roll? All Steeler. I, I can yeah. tell you that. You know, I, I study the history of the Steelers. I'm going to tell you right now, that is that for me. Now, I hope I'm not saying this wrong because that's going to kill me. But for right now, right now, I'm going all Pittsburgh Steeler on this. I'm going, uh, I'm going to go father son combination. Ooh. Absolutely. Whoa, 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 whoa. There you go. I'm going in there covering that's it up. That's a great one. Covering it up. Oh. And, 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 to, and to keep it all Pittsburgh, it. he also <laughs> was an all star running back mm. at the University of Pittsburgh. Pitt. Ironhead. That's it. Ironhead Hayward. That's right. Panther. Mr. Michaels, let's do this one last one. Here it is. Half man, half biscuit. Is that rock or roll? Oh, man. I'm positive. I'm going to take a long shot on this. I'm going to, knowing that doesn't sound like a football term, I'm going deep on this. I'm going to go, I'm going to go all rock. And for some reason in my brain, I'm either going progressive or punk. And I could be wrong on that. I'm going to go a little punk on you right now. There we go. 1984, Birkenhead, England, post-punk group brought us singles like Let's Not, Dickie <laughs> Davies' Eyes, and something called No Regrets. Okay. I'll take it. That's incredible. Three, four for four? Wow. <laughs> um, Brett, we need to hang. We need to somehow have you in studio. Maybe you can come in here and play or just play around. We love you. We thank you for watching the show. You have a relentlessly positive vibe about life, music, and, of course, the Steelers. If there's any Steelers fans out there who started to give up on this team, mm. you gave them something to believe in. Nice. You just made my day right there. And sincerely, please <laughs> let me finish with this. Thank you all sincerely for having me on. I'm a mega fan. I make our crew and band. We're on the road on the tour buses. I make them jump out of the bus and play football at truck stops. Are you kidding? It's it's <laughs> unbelievable. And they're always watching the show. So thank you for all you do for us and especially what we went through for the last couple of years, just keeping it awesome and positive. That's awesome. You're the best, Brett. He's, he's, he's rocking, buddy. Thank, he's got for, for real, right thank you. Thanks for hey, me. talk about it. Awesome yeah, we'll yeah. see you soon. I'll see you at the stadium. I'm right. Awesome. Of course, on tour, stay safe out there. Coming up, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys are one of the many upsets in week nine. LaShawn McCoy talked about it being so weird and a head scratcher. Will any of those teams, all of them, bounce back? You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so, I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. Time for a little whiteboard Wednesday. You can play along at home. Yep, just tweet us at GMFB. Write it on a paper towel, a napkin, toilet paper, whatever you feel like. All right, let's get it popping here. Uh, Russell Wilson <laughs> is likely going to return from injury to play the Packers on Monday night. Good game. We'll see about Aaron Rodgers. We'll have Ian Rappaport to answer those questions. But Pete Carroll called Russell Wilson's recovery a remarkable story. I would like to know the most remarkable storyline of Week 10. What would that be? Hmm. The, the, the Arizona Cardinals won a game with Colt McCoy, Eno Benjamin uh, leading the way, and they beat the snot out of the 49ers in their building. Mm -hmm. I think the Cardinals amazing run here. I've got the Colt slash Kyler with a question mark and Eno show. Eno, Eno Benjamin. I, I don't, I mean, this game was played at the same time as Love versus Mahomes, same time as Justin Herbert's heroic win over the Eagles. This game got kind of overlooked. There he goes. Bow! Benjamin running over Drake Herbert. Like, the Cardinals are the best team in football right now. If the Super Bowl was to be today, we would say, okay, they've got the one seed going there. The playoffs go through Arizona. Mm -hmm. And it's like nothing. They lost J.J. Watt. They lost Kyler Murray. They lost DeAndre Hopkins. Win, 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 win. I'm saying the continuation of the Colt. Maybe Kyler. We'll see how his ankle goes. And Eno show. And Eno show <laughs> in Arizona. Playing the Panthers this week. All right. I think um, I'm going to go with the Seahawks beating the Packers. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think Russell coming back is uh -huh. big for that team. They play way different. The defense always doesn't play well. Where we're, where we're not used to seeing with the, with the guys, the ball hawks they had back in the day. But now, I think when Russell comes back, he changed that whole game. Making things happen downfield. Escaping on three sacks. Throwing it deep. Mm -hmm. So I got the Seahawks beating the Packers. Wow. The Rodgers Packers, you think? I and mean, we don't know for sure, but See, even left, with him? I, I left that out. He caught that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> even with that. him, you think, you think they win? I think so. Okay. I'm not on the same track as you guys. Last week, we saw some crazy upsets and some really good teams lose. I think one of the teams that got throttled last week is going to get throttled again. So here's what I got. It's gonna, the Rams, Cowboys, or Bills are going to lose again. And this is going to be a huge story. Oh, Let's man. see. Rams playing at the Niners when the Niners don't win any home games. Cowboys versus the Falcons. And then Bills versus the Jets, who strangely play them really tough over the last couple of years. One of these teams is going to lose and be a 7 o'clock story on Monday for us. I don't know which one, but if I had to pick. Pick one. I'm going to say the Cowboys lose. <gasps> they were flat as hell, and Atlanta is not really afraid of anybody. I, I actually would pick the Cowboys. Falcons look a little scary at this point in the season. Okay. Um, yeah. Which guy Wednesday? We ask you a fantasy conundrum. You tell us. Michael. 
tweets into the show. After subpar performances, who should I start? Josh Allen or Matthew Stafford? Who would you go with? Let's answer this one as a family, right? We love both of these quarterbacks. They're both coming off absolutely brutal games. I'm leaning Kyle towards Josh Allen. Obviously, there's a rushing upside that he has. He's still the second highest fantasy quarterback on the season. Don't you think Shanahan just has a little something for the Rams always? Mm. It makes me a little nervous. Uh, and then you've got, you know, Josh Allen facing a Jets secondary that lost its best player in Marcus May. So I feel like we're hearing Stafford has a bit of an ankle thing going on. Shanahan gives McVay issues. True? Yeah, for sure. Would you go Allen over Stafford here? I think this is the Bills get right game. I think they're going to win this game by four touchdowns. Do you? I, right. I think yeah. they're going to crush the Jets. We think we're playing. Sorry. Josh Allen, what do you got? I got Josh Allen. I got okay. Sean McDermott coming in there, cussing them boys out, getting them fired up. Okay. I got Josh Allen going there and balling. All right, you got a tweet? Next tweet, LaShawn. From, what, Mr. Funky Man? What do you yeah. got? Okay, so Mr. Funky Man, um, <laughs> he reads, full PPR, and I have to start either Boston Scott or Kendrick Drake. Okay, Ken Andre. I like that. He yeah. was awesome last week. He put up 100 total yards. You know that's not easy. For you, it was always easy. That's fine. 70 of those yards came through the air, though. Receiving yards from Derek Carr. You got to think with everything going on with their receivers, that continues. I mean, he played on 45% of snaps, the second highest percentage of the season. Josh Jacobs will be back in the lineup, but they need to throw the ball to somebody. So I would go Drake. Scott saw 10 carries for 40 yards last week. Mm. Jordan Howard's out there taking, <laughs> taking the bulk of the workload somehow here in 2021 for the Eagles. And he also saw one target the last two games. So I would go with Drake in any league, but especially in a points per reception league, Kyle. Uh, I think it's a great choice, and I have a great tweet from Natalia. Okay, Natalia's talking about wide receivers. She's talking about uh, Terry McLaurin, who's at home against the Bucks, or Jerry Judy, who's at home against the Eagles. Um, embarrassment of riches, Natalia. We get it. You have a great fantasy squad. I like both of them. I'm going to get on. Oh, this is tough. Um, McLaurin's been up and down. You can expect a lot of consistency from him because of his quarterback play, but he has been peppered with targets. 51 targets the last five wow. games. That's a lot. That's and a he lot. hasn't lit it up, probably because of quarterback play and he definitely hasn't fulfilled expectations everybody put on him but he's still top 20 this year and it's the Bucks secondary you, I know you love your Bucks, you want to super with them but don't tell me there are not fantasy points to be had against the secondary I, I just think the only thing is that secondary is coming back off the bat all their guys are healthy so I look for the Bucks defense to be back where we used to seeing them at the top of the charts secondary getting turnovers I'm gonna go with Judy Jerry mm. Judy has the Eagles secondary Ooh. Judy or Mr. 51 targets over five games? I'm going to go with Judy. Judy, what do you guys think? I am a Judy guy. I drafted him, and I had to sit him for all those weeks. The second he was back in the lineup, they, they targeted him quick. Like, yeah. that last week, they were throwing to him a lot, and Bridgewater obviously likes him despite the time off. I would go Judy in a runaway here. Judy Eagles or McLaurin up against the Bucks? Yeah, I, I like I like McLaurin. I feel like he's the guy. And Judy, we don't know, because Tim Patrick gets the rock all the time. He does. And if fans on the field, he's getting the rock. So I would say I would go McLaurin. He's a number one, a true number one. He's been dominating the headlines for about a week now. The Packers quarterback still in COVID-19 protocols, causing a stir, of course, with his comments on the Pat McAfee show on Friday. Rodgers went back on Pat McAfee shows yesterday, guys, and here's the latest. I just want to start off the show by acknowledging that, you know, I made some comments that people might have uh, felt were misleading. And, you know, to anybody who felt misled by those comments, I take full responsibility for those comments. I'm excited about feeling better. I'm excited about moving forward and hopefully getting back with my team and getting back to doing what I do best, and that's playing ball. It's been tough to be away from it, you know, obviously dealing with uh, the COVID, and I feel like I'm uh, on the other side of it, thankfully, and thankful to still be able to uh, have something to look forward to this weekend, hopefully. 
Just a small portion of another lengthy interview with Pat McAfee. What is the reaction and what's the temperature on Aaron Rodgers and all this at the table? I just saw a poll on Twitter. This from um, ESPN Milwaukee, and their poll was, do you have to say the words sorry or apologize for it to be an apology? And it's like 50-50 is the results. I, I think he regrets nothing and apologizes for nothing, in my opinion. I think this is a discount double down. Like, I, I think he completely believes in what he said. I think he regrets that he let the team down. They lost that game because he wasn't out there. The legacy of that game is not over. If they don't get the one seed, if they don't get the, the bye, like, it's because of how he handled himself and, and didn't get vaxxed and then went the way he did about it. So I think the football side of it could have huge ramifications aside from the COVID and the social media and whatnot. I, there's a football thing to be played here. And he may not even play this game. And then what if they lose this? That's the legacy of this. And to get knocked out of the playoffs playing a road game at, against the Rams, believe me, it'll come back to that. His tone was super different, though. You can't, there was a huge difference between Friday and yesterday, right? I, I guess. Did you think? I, th I think so. I, I think he kind of wanted to say sorry without saying sorry. I mean, <laughs> that's one, interesting. One thing about Aaron Rodgers, right? Is he is whatever you see is what you get. The whole thing with the GM, he had an issue with him. He said things, you know, how it felt. Everything he talks about, he, he speaks from a, a point of, this is who I am. This is what I believe. Take it or leave it. I'm not going to say sorry because I don't think I'm really sorry. I'll say sorry if if you took this the wrong way. Yeah, that's what I took from it. I do think that um, as a leader, as a quarterback, as being the number one guy for your franchise, you know, when you leave your guys up there on the field mm -hmm. and they lost that game. I think he might be hurt about that because you're the captain. So I can see him being hurt about that. But overall, I don't think he cares. Can this I, is what I say and this is what he believes. Can I ask you, if you're in that locker room, are you expecting Aaron Rodgers to come and address the team? He addressed the public. What are you expecting as a teammate? It depends how the people look at him, his teammates, how they look at him. If they view him as a leader, as this guy that runs the show, you know, hey, guys, hey, look, I apologize. I got mixed up in something that I should have shouldn't have been involved in. I should have been more honest or whatever it may be, right? But talk to your guys because we're your teammates. You know, we're not the media, we're not the outside world. We're your guys, and I think that he probably did that. He spoke well. I to think his guys. I think his song. guys. I think they knew since before the season he's been unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. and They're like, do what you got to do. You're like, just be 12 on Sundays. Right. And I think that's true too. Yeah, just be ready, be available. Like, I don't think they're worried about his. Appearance. It's amazing because when a lot of other players go through controversies, they're told do not talk to the media. This will blow over. Just go away. Like mm -hmm. he went on Friday. He goes on Tuesday like he's bring the heat he's taking the heat I find it so fascinating that we're now analyzing every word out of his mouth and I'm looking at the books behind him like what are the books yeah. what's on his bookshelf I'm looking at his teeth rise of Skywalker is that a message for oh, something else yeah. is he trying like this is where we get and we're not talking football he's so right. to me it's almost like once Sunday comes I think the narrative changes there'll be something else going on the fact that he keeps on talking and it, it gives him an opportunity to correct himself or not correct himself or put a foot in his mouth I almost he loves this, though. He loves this. That's what I'm saying. Like, I almost find it's he's like a no. unicorn in that sense, where, not to bring up Brady, but like during the flight, like Brady didn't do like press no, conferences no, and sit downs, and Jim Gray wasn't talking about it. Or tweeting people. about it. Yeah. You know, he's going and talking, and as a media member, I respect the fact he's right. talking about we're it. Like, we, we do love it. Something to talk yeah, about. Something to talk about. His decisions, that's, off, that's another discussion, but the amount of media availability he provides and gives mm -hmm. us content is it's fascinating in 2021 mm -hmm. that we can have this availability to hear from him directly, not from sources. I'm like, he's talking mm -hmm. the whole way through this thing, and he might talk himself right out of this controversy because he plays Sunday and wins. I'm about to say I that. think that's the topic. He plays and goes for 300 and they win. Mm -hmm. Who cares? But it's mm -hmm. not over to Kyle's point, right? It keeps going. No, and I, actually Ooh. the chapter I'm next looking forward to is just his his first press conference in front of the Green Bay Packers media that he's met with all year and during which sometimes there's been insinuation that maybe he
put them at risk with not wearing a mask. And this is not just Pat and the boys and he can have his floor. That's great. And he loves it. Like you got to ask pointed questions for people you know with and uh, you got to answer them. And I imagine he's going to wear a mask. I would hope. That's the one I'm looking forward to. That is going to be a pointed charged room, I think. Mm. And I think that's To Kay's point, I felt like it was not, he was not apologizing, but I no. felt like there was a much more tone of, okay, let's take a step back and let me just... Did you not feel like the tone was significantly different today than Friday? Well, he said something about, like, you know, I'm human and, like, it hurts. And, like, look, he got the hell being out of him. And he brought that upon himself. So I guess maybe he was a little bit tailed between his legs, but he didn't apologize. Yeah. He didn't say, I'm so sorry. I've, I've looked at this. I've looked at that. There was no, I, this has been a tough weekend. I've done some reflecting and I want to apologize. Mm-mm. Like, that's not coming. But you won't get that. He never gives you that. That's not his thing. Even mm-hmm. like when they had the last, he's, he talked about the last dance. Him and um, Adams, they tweeted yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. one thing about him though, he's going to go out there on Sunday and play great and he's going to talk about that. But that's the point. And then everybody's going to forget so about it. Shady is that at the moment when he was asked if he was vaxxed, it wasn't you what you see is what you get. And he wasn't honest about it. And that was the true irony. And that's why people were so pissed. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.